Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Y'all, I cannot believe I blogged five times a week and got zero clients. Like talk about frustrating. And in today's episode, I'm going to tell you exactly why that didn't work and what I think you should be doing instead. In fact, I'm going to tell you why you need to stop building an online business altogether and focus on building a local reputation that can take you further, faster and make you more money. So... Let's do it, Emily. (laughs) Okay, so this episode is perfect for service-based business owners who offer creative, tangible solutions. So we're talking about designers, photographers, copywriters. And you have convinced your little business baby brains that content is what's going to land you clients. Mm -hmm. And I want to like start this conversation with, obviously, we love content. We're giving you content right now. We have started blogging again. What? We have an Instagram that we worry about content that goes on there. We have an email list and all of these things. The thing that we also have that you don't have is a sustainable business and a large audience. So these are for people who are still trying to get consistent clients and haven't found the secret sauce yet. And you are thinking that if you're blogging and putting out content to speak to those clients that you don't already have yet, that they're somehow just going to magically find you on Pinterest or when you share it in a group or someone's going to share it on Facebook and they're going to see it and then they're going to read it and then they're going to realize that you're a photographer, designer, or copywriter and then they're going to reach out to you and then they're going to book you. That's the thing in your brain that you think is going to happen. And I hope that when I just outlined all of that, you see the ridiculousness of it. (laughs) Well, true. Like... I believed the same false hope that y'all did. I followed the same people. In fact, a lot of the people I followed have since become my peers, which is really fun and also very odd. And But that's not the point. The point is that I looked up to these people and I saw all these things they were doing and I mimicked them not in a way to like 
steal what they were doing. But like, I was trying to mimic their strategies that I thought was the way they were landing clients. But here's the thing. Most of the people I was paying attention to were not actually looking to build a client-based business. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people I was paying attention to were trying to get away (laughs) from their client-based business Mm -hmm. and build a passive business, which is not... I would never suggest that as a way to start. No, no, but it's what so many of us do, right? I feel like we, we, as in you and me and a lot of people listening, started these service-based businesses in the time of the online space where there were a few flashy, sexy online business owners in existence who we learned from, right? They taught blogging, they taught Pinterest, they taught YouTube or Instagram or whatever, which are definitely valuable skills to learn eventually in your business. Mm -hmm. But we convinced ourselves that if we didn't master that or learn it or have a process for it, that that was the reason why we weren't getting clients. And if we're not having 10,000 or more page views on our blog or all of these followers on Instagram, like you can insert anything in this. I posted three times a day on Instagram and didn't get clients. I blogged five days a week and didn't get clients. Like you could use whatever you want that the mistakes that you are currently making or have made in the beginning of your business. And it would be the same end result, right? We're chasing something online. When the reality is that those clients are right outside our front door. Yeah. I think so often... uh, Well, So I guess I want to first say that there is nothing innately wrong with creating content. Like it's a beautiful thing. It's fun. Like it can be creative. It can be like a really empowering thing where you you start to get feedback from people and you you hear their comments. And, And in fact, I've seen people grow businesses that way and they're profitable. But I think the key differentiator here is it was slower, right? It was a slower grind. Blogging is a long game, not an immediate result. Oh, for sure. But we we flip them. We think that blogging, if I do it consistently and if I'm doing good topics and I'm doing good searchable words and I've got meaty content and I direct them to the opt-in, that I'll have immediate results. That my dreamy client that doesn't even know I exist will go through all of these hoops and levers and levels and everything and eventually, quickly book me, right? And when I say quickly, I mean, literally, like you're putting out a blog post and you're like, why hasn't anyone filled out my inquiry form today? I put out a blog post. When the goal of blogging isn't and should not be to get clients. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. I was ultimately building two businesses simultaneously. Without realizing it. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I called them the same thing. I advertised them as the same thing. All this stuff. But here's the thing. The content I was building was not for my ideal client. Not even mm-hmm. close. In fact, I was educating my my peers. Like, I love talking to you all. Like, I love talking to other creative people. And I was putting out content into the world that really served them. And sure, like it meant I had a website with traffic, but I swear to you, I think in the multiple years I was serving clients, I maybe got one client from content. 
Like that, like filled out your form on your website and you were like, oh, where did you come from? <laughs> Which actually, if I really trace it back, I'm pretty sure she was a referral that just happened to use my online form, which is just uh-huh. ironic and hilarious at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But what ended up happening is I spent all day working on the business that made me money because why wouldn't you, right? Mm-hmm. I was working on client work. I was going to client meetings. I was doing discovery calls. I was quoting stuff like with the printer. I was running a business. And then I thought the key to growing that, the key to having more clients was to put out more content. And so I swear to you, I my husband would come home from work. We'd spend time together. We'd maybe watch something on Netflix. Nine o'clock rolls around. He's like, I'm going to go lay in back, which meant I went back to work. Mm-hmm. And from like nine to three in the morning, no joke for over a year, I would stay up late. I would type in the middle of the night. I took pictures in the dark. Who does that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I developed content that was not serving me or helping my business grow faster. Whatsoever. That client-based business whatsoever. Now, I will share with you when content, not necessarily blogging, because this could be in various forms, but when content can serve your clients. All right. Now notice that I'm saying serve your clients as in you already have them. So how can you serve them not to get new clients? Blogging does not help you get new clients, period, period. I will die on that sword, period. Once you have clients though, Mm -hmm. you will find that there are processes or questions or cogs in the whole time of working with you that could be addressed through content. And as a photographer, I found this to be true with a lot of my clients at various stages of the process. Right after I booked them, a lot of them wondered what they should wear, how they should pose or where we were going to do. And like, what are some of the examples of photos that their session could look like? Okay. Create some content, send it to them. I had a lot, oftentimes uh, my clients confused about, well, what's really an eight by 10 print and how is that different than a canvas or an album or a USB? And why would I want these things when I could just like upload them to Facebook? So teaching them about the value of printing their images in various forms, how to store them, how to take care of them, how to hang a gallery wall, all of those things aid my client process once they were a client. So you could put those up on a blog and like I I did kind of of a mix. I would do some of those on my blog and like make them Pinterest friendly and pin them and like hope that someone would find them. I wouldn't, I didn't know for what purpose because I knew no one would book me from that. But I most often put it into like a session guide or like a workflow that I would send to them Mm -hmm. so they could read it privately. But it was one of those write it once and then you get to use it again and again, like a blog post, but it was served a different purpose. Right. And I mean, I, I did the same thing. I thought if I just like reveal my portfolio on my Mm -hmm. blog, that it'll get me more clients. And it was for me. It was for me. Like all it did was serve me. Like all it did was allow me to pin fun things on Pinterest that other designers will look at and other Mm -hmm. designers will mimic. And that's just the way the world. Or use or whatever. Right. So I truly want you guys to like sit with yourself for a second because I know this this might be like a WTF for you to hear, but truly like where are your current clients coming from? Yes. How are you getting them? How did you get your last five clients? How did you get your first client? If you don't have clients... Then, then you need to back up. <laughs> yep. There's another episode that we aired 316 that you need to go listen to and then come back to this one. 
But if, but you if you have a client or you have a couple, like um, we're not saying you have to have a million for this to no. be valuable, but no. where did they come from? How did they reach you? How did they get introduced to you? Trace back how it all happened. You'd be surprised. Like likely it was someone that you know that made a connection. It could have been a past client. It could have been someone close to you in your life. But those things, like those connections, that trust that's built. I mean, someone could read 500 blog posts and not get the same warm, fuzzy feeling than if they do, if their sister had an excellent experience with you at their shoot. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want that too. Like Mm -hmm. you can't replicate it. No. And I, I think it's really dangerous to try to replicate that and to think that a simple blog post or a series of blog posts is going to replicate that. And I feel like like, you know, those memes of, or just like sayings on Facebook or whatever, like, that's what's wrong. That th- That's what's wrong with this generation. That's what's wrong with everything is, that's what's wrong is that one sentence. I feel like, like, this is kind of one of those things though, right? Like this, the content pressure mm-hmm. and the weight that we put on content to serve us in our business is what's wrong with this industry. Mm-hmm. And my heart goes out. I am so happy to be out of that news season of business where I put all the pressure on all of the things because I thought if I didn't do one of them right, I would fail. Mm -hmm. If my website wasn't pretty enough and speaking to my perfect ideal client from the first second they clicked on it, if it wasn't optimized, if it wasn't where they could go down the rabbit hole of my website, if they couldn't divulge in all of my content and truly know how amazing I am that makes them book me and follow me on Instagram and look at all of these beautiful photos that I'm sharing. If I didn't do all of those things right, that is why I wasn't successful. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I literally booked tens of thousands of dollars without yep. any of without that. Any of that. With literally none of that. We were we did an episode, an interview with another podcast a while ago. It's gonna be coming out hopefully here soon. And it was kind of about this conversation, right? Like, what do you need truly in order to start a service-based business and get clients? And we kind of came down with our truth bombs and our philosophies. And, you know, the interviewer was like, okay, okay, cool. But everyone listening is going to be like, okay, but what do I need to have ready first in order to implement these strategies? And the truth of the matter is you literally nothing but your talent. Mm -hmm. If you know how to deliver your service, if you know how to take pictures and edit them, even remotely okay, if you know how to design something on your computer, if you know how to write words on a doc or a piece of paper, you are ready to fulfill clients' needs. Right. That is truly all you need to get started. And I mean, I think it's oversimplifying the craft a little bit. Like, But here's the thing. You don't have to be the best nope. at your craft to be profitable. I think nope. so often I'm like, oh, not even really imposter syndrome because it was like just straight up truth. Like, I am not, and I never was, as good of a designer as there are people out there. Oh, 100%. And you could say the same about photography. Oh, yes. And I know copywriters that feel the same way. They're like, you know, I can do this, but like this other girl is like way better than me. And that's just the truth. Like, we're never going to change. We could (laughs) say there's like all these things about us, like it's an imposter and you just need to like live up to your truth. But that's not true. Like, it's just the truth. You're not as good as that other person. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You're not as good and someone is not as good as you. And that is just the way of the world. And that's just how it works. But that doesn't mean where you are today with your current skill set, with your abilities that you can't sell to someone. Someone mm-hmm. needs what you're, what you can do. You have skills that someone is like begging for in their life, right? 
And mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just as simple as like, I know, sure, I, I was never a trained photographer. I could have probably become a photographer if I had wanted to, but I would hire Emily because I can't take pictures of myself like someone else can take pictures of me. Like, right. like there's just, right. there's just, there comes a time when it's irrelevant, like of what other people's skills are. Well, and I, I think what's also funny about this scenario is that I, I know, and I remember well, the pressure of, Oh, but I need more experience in order to get better in order to get more clients. And it's this whole like chicken or the egg situation, right? That everyone hates and everyone has to go through it. You know, how big does my portfolio need before I can land this client? Like how, how good do I need to feel about my skill and my craft in in order for me to go pitch this thing over here? Right. Cause there are definitely things that I even turned down as a photographer in the early days where I was like, Nope, definitely not ready for that. Um, and I, I knew I couldn't provide what they were wanting. And, and so I took a back seat. But I think what's funny is that with everything else that we let blogging convince ourselves of, we also let ourselves that, well, the more content that I have, the better I am going to get at my craft. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really silly to say it like that. Like you're like, obviously blogging doesn't help me get better at taking pictures. Blogging might help you get better at copywriting because you're actually practicing that skill if you're wanting to write blogs for other people. However, I think we convince ourselves and again, trade this for whatever you want. Oh, the more followers I have on Instagram, that means I'm better. People think I'm better at my craft and my skill the bigger portfolio that I have, the more content that I put out, the bigger whatever, insert whatever here, means and equates that I am better at my skill. And truthfully, truthfully, it only takes you doing it more, the actual job to get better. There was an example that I read. If you guys haven't read this book, um, it's called The Art of Fear. There are so many amazing quotes in it. Every single creative needs to read this book, period. Period, period. I don't care if you call yourself an artist or not. If you're creative, you need to read this book. Super, super short. It's like nine bucks on Amazon. But there's an example in there that they talk about how um, a ceramics teacher at the start of a semester divided the room in half. And one side of the room, he said, you're going to be graded on the quantity of projects that you complete by the end of semester. So I'm going to bring a scale in the classroom at the end of semester. And if you have over 40 pounds worth of ceramics created, you get an A. If it's 30 pounds, you get a B, so on and so forth. And then this side of the room over here, you're only going to be graded on quality. So you only need to make one piece if you want. But if it's really, really good, you're going to get an A. The quality is great. So what happens, right? The people who need to make quantity make and make and make and make and make so they can have the weight. And by the end of the semester, they actually had the higher quality ceramics created because they made more pieces and they learned from their mistakes so that they could make the next piece better. The people who were going to be graded on the quality, the perfect piece of ceramic planned and stressed and sketched and thought about how to make this perfect piece, this perfectly quality piece, if I only have one shot. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's that with every single thing, the more that you do it, the better you will get, Mm -hmm. period. Oh, it takes me back. I miss right now, right? I miss art. (laughs) those old ceramic days? Oh gosh, it was so good. I, I I remember sitting at the wheel and like, it's so true. Like the more you do something, you can also lose your craft, which is interesting to me. The less you do something over time, like even if you were incredible at it before, it, Mm -hmm. it requires like refiring different parts of your brain that you haven't used in a while and dusting books are dusting shelves off and you're whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> dusting books. <laughs> well, it's just like, 
it's been a while, right? And so you have to not only do it more, but do it often. But you all know this. Like, we're not here to teach you how to be better at your craft. What we're here to do is how teach you how to create more consistent income and like get booked out with your clients, right? And so the only way to do that is by focusing on what is bringing you the cash dollars. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm going to and do more of that. <laughs> I'm going to guess nine times out of 10, the majority of you, if you started the way I think you did, your referrals are going to be the number one way. And you're like, okay, cool. But like, how do I perfect that? And I, I mean, we have a million other things we're going to do to help you get there, but you have, you can't like divide your attention and focus it on a million other things and think the thing that you want to actually grow will grow. We're going to do an exercise because I feel like you need me to prove it to you. So you need to get out a piece of paper and you're going to write something down. Okay. So you're going to write multitasking is distracting. Okay. You're going to write that on the top of your paper. Now I want you to write it again. Multitasking is distracting. And then underneath it, well, actually, I suppose we need a timer. You need to start a timer. (laughs) Multitasking is distracting. And underneath it, you're going to write one, two, three, four, five, six, like directly in line with the letters. Okay. Directly underneath each letter, multitasking is distracting. And then one, two, three, until you get to the end, which I I didn't count in advance. How many letters there are? But you need to do the letters first and then the numbers. And you need to time how long it takes you to do that. You can pause this and do it. Now, you're going to do this again and write multitasking is distracting and you're going to write the numbers, but you're going to do them back and forth. You're going to do M1, U, see, I've already stuffed, right? Right? Okay, so you're going to do it this way. And what's going to happen... I'll just tell you what's going to happen in case you're like, spoiler alert. Okay. So what happens? Multitasking is distracting. And then you do the numbers. You finish one task completely before you move on to the next one. The second scenario, you're trying to like juggle all these things and it's going to take you way longer. But here's the thing. In both scenarios, you complete two tasks. In both scenarios, you complete two tasks. And in one scenario, you do one task completely before you do the second one. And you do it faster and more proficiently. And likely, you get less confused along the way. Because I was two letters in and I already couldn't remember how to spell multitasking. (laughs) Okay? Like, I think that just shows that like... We were never designed to be quite as busy as society keeps telling us we are or need to be. Like mm-hmm. we keep being told, do this, do that, do this, do that. I was listening. I want you to cut it out. I know. Like, I want you to do less things. I know. Here's the thing. I was I was listening. Uh, Emily's going to be like, really? You were? Last night, I was like, I need some like... I need some nuggets of wisdom. I listened to Smart Passive Income and I have not listened to that in four ever. Anyway, he was talking about the fastest way to seven figures. And he was talking about laddering up. Okay. 
And I know a lot of you are like, I don't need a million dollar business. That's not the point. My point is, how do you get to the first rung? How do you get from starting out to rung one? How do you get to your first hundred thousand? That's what a lot of you are striving for initially. And if it's not that, it's going to be booked out so that you're making consistent full time income. Let's just like plug that in, right? The way you ladder up, the way you move up is not by doing a million things and selling in a million ways. You sell one thing, Mm -hmm. one way. And he said, if you do that consistently for a year, likely you will meet your goals. And you know what? That's exactly what happened. Yep. That's exactly what happened. One thing, one Mm -hmm. way. And it was sure it was a package. It includes like little things here and there, but it was like one experience. It was one Mm -hmm. ultimate product. It was serving one type of client. Emily and I did this together. I don't know if you guys remember, if you weren't here, Emily and I (laughs) ran a service-based business. We served other businesses and we delivered a creative, tangible product. And we only grew fast because we served our clients one way and we sold one way and it worked. Yep. I want to be the person to give you permission to, if you can answer me where your last client came from, and it's not going to be blogging. I know that. You don't need to tell me that for me to know that. If that is the case, I want to challenge you to stop blogging for 90 days. Oh, yeah. I give you permission. Let me do that. I give you permission. (laughs) The way that you got that client, I want you to do that. And only that way of getting more clients for those same 90 days and see what happens. Guys, I guarantee you, you know what will happen? Like I could bet you money that this is what would happen. If you truly stick to it, this is no cheating involved. No cheat skis. If you stick to it, you will be making more money than you're making right now. Yep. 100%. Because you know what else you're doing? You're getting... Because you know how we said like repetition is how you get better at your craft. It's also how you get better at selling. Yep. It's also how you can increase your prices. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. And those dry spells are going to get smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get to the opportunity where you're saying no to clients or you're increasing your prices. And so you're working with a higher level of client. Therefore, you're making more money. And then and only then can you start to integrate more stuff into your business, the sprinkles on top that I like to call them like Instagram or content or blogging or video or whatever, right? But only then. Mm -hmm. Because those things do not lead to consistent clients. They just don't. They serve your existing clients and the people who maybe like looking at your stuff. And and that's definitely a purpose. But that purpose doesn't pay the bills Mm. right now for you. It might one day, but that's not where you're at. It's okay. So <laughs> it's okay. If it if your goal is to get booked out and you have not gotten there yet and you are wanting to replace either your current income or the income of a full-time like quote unquote real job with your passion, I encourage you to join us in our pop-up group over at bossproject.com slash booked. You can apply to get in if you are a designer photographer, or copywriter. At this time, those are the only industries that we're allowing in. And you need to have a desire to make this your full-time thing, not a, not a side hustle, not a, not a small thing. So if you have that, and if you want to learn the real way to get booked out quickly without social media, then I encourage you to apply and join. We're dropping some truth bombs over there. And if you have aha moments, takeaways from this episode, 
I want to hear them. Can you DM us over on Instagram at Boss Project? I want you to hear what it felt like when I gave you permission to stop blogging. (laughs) I want to hear how you got your last client. Truthfully, I want you to tell me that. How did you get your last client? I want to start that conversation. It's truly me and Abby responding over yeah, there on Instagram. It's no, still run that account. It's so, still us. <laughs> <laughs> so please Instagram DM us over there so we can start this conversation so I can learn more about what you've got going on in your life. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.